Hey, welcome to the Campbell Show. This is Ryan. Soon to be joined by Jordan Lear. We're ha- we were having um, some technical difficulties with this tape call app. When the tape calls on, sometimes it won't let me put a forward. Uh, hold on, hold on. Boom! Ryan, you there? Yeah, are you with Erickson on the phone? Mm-hmm. Okay, there we go. Okay, I think I got it. All right. So everyone's on. Oh, yeah. Hey, Erickson. Hey, what's up? What's up? <laughs> so, yeah, we were talking about uh, – I don't know how to edit, so that's not going to – that first segment that me and Jordan were doing uh, is not going to be in the podcast. But we were just talking about uh, – so I just, I just tape them and put them up. Um I was drinking some Mountain Dew, and he was talking about how on To Catch a Predator, like all the all the um, guys there are drinking Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is that is something. Uh, that is a statistic about cutballs. I had not I, I didn't know. Yeah, they're drinking a lot of Mountain Dew, and they're like. Uh, That's true. Wendy's and Mountain favorite diet. <laughs> yeah. Well, they had the, they, they have like them come over with like a, a six pack of Bud Light, and we're talking to Chris Hansen, and they're like, ah, "I'm just bringing over some Bud Light and drinking beers with a a 13 year old girl. There's nothing wrong with that. It's totally normal." <laughs> so why don't you take a seat? Why don't you take a seat? Does he offer them cookies? Because that means everyone we're talking, just talking about that, like. Yeah, he offers them cookies every time. Every time he's every time he says, "Hey, get, t- take a cookie." Honestly, that's my hardest. That's that's my biggest problem with that show is that, like, my perspective. And I know this is going to be a very very um, controversial take, but from my perspective, from my perspective, they're very very mean to the pedophiles. They're very like statistically. They're, you know, my point is, is like, look. These are clearly mentally ill men, okay? Like, unless you want to believe that pedophiles are, like, smart, intellectually driven, like they sat down, had a philosophical discussion with themselves about whether or not they really thought this was the right thing to do, they're basically just like, I don't know, I, I'm just really horny, and I feel like little girls are easier than older girls, so I go for those, or, or little boys. So you're, so, saying, you're saying they don't deserve the cookies. What I'm saying is okay to trap them. I'm totally trapping them. It's the way that they make them feel like they have a shot at redemption that I find to be very by giving them cookies, very un- and, and then they, giving them and cookies, they them. having a conversation with them that seems reasonable, and then and then this is where they really fuck with you. They're like, you can walk out that door right now if you want to, and then you they can walk right out that door and look at right that, that all this throw them to the ground, dude. They made a show about that. Have a 10 to 15 conversation about what they did. They say, hey, I know what I did was wrong. I know I was. I don't think it's funny. It it, it breaks my heart every time. Especially when the the same guy comes back for the second time and you realize he just clearly has an addiction problem. It's always like a a desperate incel. I feel bad for him because it's like, because I. You gotta understand, Ryan. I come from a perspective of rehabilitation. Okay, I'm not oh, into punishment. Here, here. I'm into yeah, making. Well, let me let me talk for a second. You're saying they're all incels, but a lot of the guys on To Catch a Predator, they have kids and stuff. They have a wife and kids. 
Like I see that. Okay, what is, what is that? So all, all, all you're doing is arguing that they're family men who are clearly <laughs> trying to support. No, I'm just people. saying they're not all. You were saying they're all. They them. work eight to twelve hours a day at the sawmill, and they have very little to live for, very little excitement. They spend all that money on the house mortgage, on the insurance, on the food for their children. They can't afford a PS4 to distract themselves, and they. They, they go online hoping to find a connection. They meet this 12-year-old girl who also happens to really like Pokemon and TLC, and they, they thought they might have found a real connection. Yeah, but it's actually – it's always the same, like, 25-year-old lady. She's not very attractive. She's kind of, like, you know, looks kind of homeless. That, that traps them. I've never seen a lady on there. I, I've only seen but the men, lady. I've never the one, seen a woman come. The lady one is the one who like pretends to be like the kid. You never seen her. Okay, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still I'm still missing how you're saying that we don't we shouldn't feel sorry for the predators. Well, no, I mean, I'm missing that. I I feel I I I think it's funny when how they catch them. I, I just I just I mean, sexual predators aren't like the greatest people to begin with. So it's like, yeah, kind of fun. I'm, saying they are. I'm not saying they are. I just believe that they are people that could be, re- most of them could probably be re- rehabilitated. Um, and I think that show doesn't make any effort to do that. I think that show goes after ratings and goes after, um, like a, a reality yeah. show where they, where they catch them and then they try to rehabilitate them for like the next five <laughs> that I would, I'd love to see that. I'd love to see the, I'd love to see the, uh, the, the rehabilitation that takes place. Yeah. yeah. And at like, the yeah, end, look at me. Like, I'm fucking a, a grown adult right now. I'm on a date with a 20 year old woman, or a 30 year old woman. <laughs> it's probably a 30 year old, not a 20 year old. Let's be 22 right. young, 22 close to 15. If, if all you can get is, like, 12-year-old girls, then I'm pretty sure that the only thing you can get that's mature is, like, 45 to 50. Like, that's, that's pretty much your, you know what I mean? You're missing out on the prime time of a woman's life if what you're doing is going to the outskirts initially. Yeah, isn't, isn't your girlfriend a lot younger than you? Yeah, no, yeah, no, she's 12. So, I mean, like, obviously there's, uh, there's, there's clearly an overlap here as to why I'm feeling sorry. For I, think I, I think we found out why he's so defensive of the, uh, the, the guys on the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, my, girl, my girl's very young, yeah, and don't, don't get me wrong. Like, it's, um, it, makes me, it definitely makes me have to look in the mirror and accept what level my maturity is. Yeah. I am. But, uh, well, yeah, your girlfriend's pretty cool. I know her, but I, yeah, I she's really cool. Um, but and I work very hard to make sure I don't dating her. But uh, it's tough. It's yeah. tough when you're dating someone that you know so much better than. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know what to say to that, or if you guys are just like, yeah, okay, I agree, sure. Are you guys some more? <laughs> I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to say anything incriminating because I'm uh, friends with your girlfriend, so I'm not gonna say anything. Okay. Are you afraid that she won't be friends with you anymore, Ryan? <laughs> so that'll be fine. I, I mean, I, think... I don't. I don't know. I don't want to. I won't make any more enemies. I already have a lot of enemies in the comedy community because of this uh, Bando Ryan, guy. Who? Who? Who does I, I I want to hear Jordan by the way more like I I don't just talk to y'all. I'm curious, Ryan. Who the That's pretty fuck, much the whole show. Who the fuck is this Ryan interrupting you? Yeah. Oh yeah. Because I've heard you I've heard you I'm try to talk like five times already, and Ryan just goes on, and I'm like, oh wow. I, and 
And to be honest, that's not how I was expecting this dynamic to go. I was expecting here, Ryan. We both, quiet, have, like, we are both the uh, loud guys on our – we both have podcasts, and we're both the loud interrupting guys on our podcast. So, And then we have Jordan, who's the guy that – And I'm the loud interrupting guy on my podcast. So I guess it's a <laughs> yeah, very bad dynamic to a podcast episode. <laughs> yeah. Don't ever – we'll we'll Don't ever think you and I are the same guy. Right <laughs> you know, I would be, but uh, my reception and my fucking service is so bad out here in Michigan that – I feel like I can just take a break and let you guys have it out. Uh, hey, yeah. hey, Jordan, where where are you, dude? Where are you in Michigan? I'm in Marcellus, baby. Oh, nice. I, I'm a I'm a big fan of Lansing. I've got a lot of friends in uh, Lansing. Are you oh, from? Oh man, that's my, I went to Michigan State. So that's my old hood. That's, are you from? That, that is one of my that's my favorite plays, hands down, to do comedy. That is my favorite town to do comedy. I love the oh, kids really? there. I love like the attitude. Um, some of my closest favorite comics that are like underground are uh, are from there. My favorite. That's my favorite area. I was thinking about moving there. Honestly, that's just like how sick of it I am of being in this nice tropic weather in Los Angeles. <laughs> I just want to go where it's cold, brittle. What'd you say? Where'd you do stand up in Lansing at? Um, there's these guys that run this house called Salsa Parlor, uh, Zach Bricar and, uh, 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 Louis Michael. Um, I did it there. Um, I did it at another college, uh, like apartment in the basement. Um, I, I went to, um, another place in Ann Arbor. Uh, you I did a few spots. The there usually, what's that? Did you go to the University of Michigan? I didn't go to the, to the actual, uh, yeah, actual, that's where um, that's where you went to school, right, Jordan? No, it's Michigan State. Michigan State. Uh, Jordan and Chris Hansen went to the same college. Oh, yeah. That was all started, really? <laughs> we really did, yeah. Yeah, we, guys, we've been talking about guys, it because the reason we've been talking about the Cats of Predator and Chris Hansen is because pretty soon we're going to pay $50 to get Chris, Chris Hansen to do a uh, cameo for our show. <laughs> dude, it, dude it, it shouldn't cost much. You know, all the guy does now is spend his days torn, like chasing down YouTube makers, like YouTube artists, YouTube uh, personalities. Okay. He tries to find YouTube personalities that he tries to find YouTube personalities that abuse their children, which is literally any YouTuber that has a child. Uh, pretty much, has, you know, <laughs> videotapes them. And, what's that? Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. And no, he only charges fifty yeah. dollars for it. We're the exactly. Money. So there you go. You yeah. guys, you guys could get them on no problem. Yeah. He well, might that, hate the no, reception. That, that, other than that. He's not going to be a guest on the show. Probably. He's probably not going to agree to that. But we're going to have him do a cameo. What, 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 cameo what do you want him to do? What do you... We're going. He's going to say like, "Why don't you take a seat?" Uh, he's he's going to say like, "These these guys would probably be on my show if my show was still on the air or something like that." And like, I went to college at Gordon's College and. You should listen to the cable show or something. I don't know. Something like a bit long those lines. Oh, I guess you want to do a commercial for you guys. You guys want to send? You guys can easily send him fifty bucks and some coffee to read, and I'm sure he will record himself saying that shit. And I don't think you guys should do it because that's hilarious. It's fun. I would love to watch this or hear it. I think we're gonna. Oh, you really the only thing I'm worried about is Jordan is very cheap, and I, I'll pay. I'm willing to pay twenty five, but I can't pay fifty. I'll pitch in twenty five if we get the Hanson. All right, dude. I'll I'll pitch in ten. I'll pitch in ten if you guys can really get him to do it. Like if you guys will really, you show me the email that you've got prepped up and the and the and the like the the, the email address. 
I'll throw in ten dollars. Just get him to agree with it, and I'll throw down some money. I want to hear him do. Uh, I want to make sure I can read the whole copy. Too. Okay. Like, yeah, I don't want him to like. Want to make? Hey, hey, wait, 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 wait! Did you suggest that Chris Hansen is going to stiff you? Like he's going to take your fifty bucks, read half the copy, and go, "That's what you get, buddy." Like, no. Yeah. Yeah. Or he's going to like say, "Oh, I can't say that," or something. Hey. Well, We'll, we'll chase his ass down. We'll be seeing who's going to take a seat then. So did you see Cooper? <laughs> Cooper did you see Cooper got Lindsay Lohan to do a cameo for him and Dylan's podcast? Who the fuck is no? No, I don't know who any of those people are. Dylan Colvin, Cooper Lydon. Cooper Lydon? Yeah. Oh, like the the uh, the, the Michael Longfellow like clone that like. like <laughs> yeah. uh, I haven't yeah. seen that kid in a long time. Well, they got Lindsay uh, Lohan yeah, to promote their podcast. Awesome. She cost she cost $225. And, then, and, and she wait, said... They paid like, $225 to get Lindsay Lohan to do something for their podcast? Yeah, I guess they, they split the money, but... I don't. It didn't even sound like nothing. Were, nothing would stop people. Nothing would stop me and probably most pe- sensible people from from contributing to your Patreon more than knowing you took the like two months worth of of donations and gave it to Lindsay Lohan. Well, I think they're. One, I think. I think they both have money. Sense. I think they're both uh, have rich parents or something. Okay. Well, the, even more reason why we should just eat the rich. And uh, turn this country <laughs> to a socialized government. Fucking right. Hell yeah. Yeah. Dude, I am so jealous of ever, all of my friends right now because I'm working, delivering groceries, making fucking shit money. I've saved a lot of money, but I'm delivering groceries all the time. And people are making way more money than me just sitting on their asses on unemployment. Yeah, I know, dude. Uh, this, is a, this is a terrible time to be uh, poor and incapable. Yeah. I need to figure out how to get some unemployment, dude. Are you getting it? Uh, no, actually, I was, I was just on the phone all day today trying to get my unemployment. It's gonna be probably another. It's probably gonna be another week worth of uh, work. I'm also trying to get food stamps, uh, which like they. It really does feel like they're making the process as like not hard, so but you know, like challenging, a, challenging. What? It's really easy to get food stamps. I've had them for like two years. I just walked in and got them. Right, but I think I think I, I'm sure I'll get it. I'm not saying that, but the process now has become like uh, morphed in a way that I think they want to make sure you really want it. Like they kind of create all these little steps and these wait lists that you got to get on to make sure they you're like, constantly like for like a week or two. You're like calling up people, waiting on the. Um, we want to make sure that you really want that money and you really need it because it's that capitalist Republican attitude of like, well, you got to. I want to make sure you're going to use it for what you're saying you're going to use it for. And uh, so now I've been. I mean, because I was calling unemployment today, and like, it seemed the more I called, the I, I got I got even I got better voice messages every time I called. Like new machines would answer, being like, okay, we see it, we get it, you really want this, don't you? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like we can have to hold for thirty minutes. Like I'll hold for th- I'll hold for two hours. I don't care. Just give me some money, please. Oh yeah. I got my stimulus check though. I got that. I got that last week. I got my stimulus check last week. Yeah, I got mine like uh, three weeks ago. That twelve hundo. I heard there's a second round of twelve hundo. So hopefully. From who? From DT. Well, I mean, from from uh, the Republicans in the House probably, but Donald Trump will be signing it again probably. I mean, there were, I, I'm feeling very 
comp and there'll be a second round of um, government funded uh, checks to the public. But what I'm angry about is like, why do we ever get our states to give us money? Like California's got money. They could easily just give their residents some cash, but they're not doing it. Yeah, Florida has a joke, but they're not giving anything because they're fucked up. Hey, every state, California, every state, they want to. California will give you money. They'll give you drugs. They'll give you money. They'll give you a hotel. It's pretty badass to be homeless right now. Unless you don't want to be in a hotel with free drugs, you'd rather be on the streets. Some of those guys do. This might be privilege speaking, but do I? But am I an asshole for like being like I don't want a hotel room that a homeless person stayed in? <laughs> yeah, because they. Can, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like I, I go to Disneyland. I go to Disneyland every year for my mom's birthday. We stay at a hotel, and the idea now of going there this uh, December or November. And knowing that a homeless person was just like basically fucking every single piece of furniture in this room all <laughs> months ago makes yeah, me really like, angry. There's a lot of prostitutes that go into hotels with big fat fuckers. <laughs> yeah, no, like, yeah, like, yeah, 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 like one hour hotels. I'm not saying weird shit doesn't happen in hotels. We know this. This is obviously fact, but I feel like the weirdest p- fucking shit that could ever happen in hotels is happening right now. I feel like if I have a hotel right now, if I if I if I was running a Marriott, if I was running a Marriott and knowing that my 600 rooms were all housing like homeless people <laughs> who were pretty much shooting up heroin and like making castles out of orange peels, I would be sick to my stomach. <laughs> I would be so upset knowing the amount of insurance. Like I, I would I, I would already be like filing the insurance claim, being like Jesus, how much money is going to cost to recover from the damage. And I'm not saying all homeless people are like that, but there, we've all seen some. We've all seen some homeless people tents, and they do not look like livable situations. And they built that. It's not like that's all they could find. They were like, "This is what I want." They love to break shit. I think homeless people. You're always in LA. They're always on math, and they're always breaking something over on the ground. It's right. Crazy. So imagine what the imagine the imagine the the, the hellscape those hotels must look like on the inside. Imagine like the maid that works there. Oh, it sucks. Oh, yeah. No, I would just refuse. I just wouldn't do it. Yeah, I was, told, I was telling Jordan, I, uh, I, uh, I finally went to the store, the gas station just now without a mask. And uh, I felt weird. I was like, oh, my God, it's so weird that I'm doing this. And then, but the, it wasn't because I wasn't, I don't like to wear masks in the store. It's just because I was too lazy to go back in my car and I already started walking in with half the mask. <laughs> Great story, bro. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, my co-host liked that story when I told him on the when we first tried to start recording. I'm getting the feeling that your co-host just likes to listen to you talk, and that's why he's doing this. Yeah, Jordan. Yeah. We want to. We talk about uh, movies too. This is a movie podcast. It's been 19 minutes, and we haven't mentioned a single movie except for to Catch the Predator, which isn't a movie; it's a television show. Well, there. Well, Harrison, what have you been watching the most? If you if you uh, want to be honest and and, uh, and 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 pathetic, yeah, I've uh, I've been catching up on a lot of animes I haven't watched um, ever, or I have not been able to watch for a while. Um, my girlfriend hates it because she doesn't like any she doesn't like anything that would get you um, made fun of in high school. Uh, even though she's twenty, even though she's twenty two, if, if she's twenty two, but even if but uh, but uh, if you. 
if anything you if you're watching anything that would make that people would laugh at you for uh during lunch she doesn't want to be part of it um oh yeah so, i think uh, I, watching I, I that think on my own uh egan your friend egan also my friend he's, he's really into that too the anime. <laughs> Egan's been off the before. Egan's bummed out of my car. He's out of your car? What, wait, what, that's, let's hear that story. What's the story? How did Egan... For, for people listening to this, for, like your, for, your, for your parents who are listening to this, uh, Egan is like five foot eight, maybe. Maybe yeah. five foot seven. Uh, redheaded. Has like a thin like Tig Navarro face, but has like a bulky Lou Ferrigno like chest. Very uh, nerdy looking too. And yeah, he's well, very nerdy and soft, but he you can tell like you, get, you can tell he has a temper. Like, he has a little bit of a temper, you can tell. Yeah he does. And he loves he loves to party too, which is uh you wouldn't expect of him, but he does like to party a lot. Yeah. yeah. Well yeah. we we went to see the gentlemen together and uh, we went to record the podcast in my car after, and Ryan is just fucking steamrolling everyone the way he does, and uh, it really bothered Egan. <laughs> yeah, because Egan, like, Egan was mad because we were going off topic. He was like, let's just talk about the movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good impression of him. That sounds just like him. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he was supposed to be on my show the other night. And uh, he he uh, didn't show up, so he's banned from platinum package. We do IG live shows now. That's real. Common. Yeah, you do live shows. I know you asked you asked me to be on it, and I and I politely declined. Oh, did you actually decline? Didn't you say don't you want to be on my show like a week ago? And I was like, I'd ra- if it's stand- if it's if it's a podcast, I'll do it. But if it's stand up, I'm not doing that via Zoom. I'm not going to ah, do that. Yeah, your girl, your girlfriend like was on, on it uh, last month in a room. Oh, I know, and we get in fights all the time because I shit on uh, people trying to do stand up comedy via a satellite, and she just you know, I can't. It, it, it's got to be like one of us. Definitely, right, definitely wrong. a shit show, opinions. and it's not the same thing. I think it's better that they have that than just have nothing. You know what I mean? Um, I think it's better to accept what you're doing and and the medium that you're doing it on and acknowledging what it is. It's like it's like okay, so I can't go in front of people and perform stand up on stage. So instead, I'm just going to like go to public spaces and yell at yell at people. It's like, well, yeah, you're still doing like you're still talking at people, but you're not doing comedy. Like it's just it's different. It's a diff- It's not stand-up comedy. You're doing uh, a, either a variety show, or a live stream, or a podcast. But you're not. If you're standing in front of, this is my opinion, by the way. Like, there's actually like big, big comics who are still doing like tele shows, like in, yeah. they're they're at the Laugh Factory in front of a camera performing. And God bless them, they like doing it. But for me, it's like you're not you're you're not really doing. That's not stand-up. That's not stand-up I would comedy. Say, that's, uh, I would say my show is more of a variety chat show. And uh, that's fine. Some people did stand up, like uh, um, Lana was on the show, uh, Lana Epstein, and she did like traditional jokes and she was using a squash as a, as a microphone. But I, 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 was, sure. I guess I was interrupting too much, but she was doing some jokes. That was kind of wow. Funny. I can't, I can't imagine that. Yeah, I cannot imagine that one bit. Yeah. You, you interrupt people on your own. <laughs> 
<laughs> on your variety show? So it's like the Gong it's show. It's instead of a Gong, you just get Ryan and start talking to her on your ass. It's, it's just funny. me and them there. But mostly it's just like... Did you assume? Mostly people don't really have an act. No, this is cool. What we're doing right now, like, this is cool. Like, this is a podcast, right? We're doing a podcast right now, I assume. I don't know what you guys are going to use this for, but, like, well, there's a podcast. Sure, whatever. Well, my point is that if you were to post this, this makes sense because this works in this medium, in this format. People just listening to this might be enjoying it. But there's just some, I just don't feel like you're getting the same experience nor the right, the right environment to enjoy people doing stand-up by watching them in an empty room perform in front of the camera. It's a lot like watching, uh, it's like watching uh, a teenage girl in front of her mirror accept uh, like, you know, uh, her best actress speech award. It's like, this is so disconnected from reality that it's yeah, almost we, pathetic. It's like weird, cool stuff that happens. Like, like Sarah Lawrence flashed the camera on IV Live, and that was cool. Uh, really? Jeremy, Karen was juggling uh, one of them, juggled, oh. like, juggling random household objects. That was cool. So, yeah, they're, I, I Wait, that's that. great. Yeah. So, so, so you're saying it's a planet package variety show now? Hey, what yeah, if they did to catch a predator virtual? Oh my god, that would be really funny. Only because, like, because <laughs> you know there'd be one guy who came in there who was watching the show as he walked in. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. like, he didn't realize, like, that, that episode was like, this guy was streaming the show while he came into the house. Yeah, like, yeah, um, like you know, it'd be great because he's, like, on Zoom talking to, like, a big 12 year old or. Or he's like on a messaging forum talking about rubbing his cock to a twelve-year-old, and then Chris Hansen's face pops into the on the screen <laughs> on, the, on the computer. <laughs> How crazy would that be? That's retarded. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what movie have you been watching? Oh yeah, what's up? Oh well, I'll tell you what I've been watching. I've been watching fucking. Straight up cable TV, man. I got Jeopardy coming on tonight at 7.30. And then uh, I've been rocking the Last Dance, the Michael Jordan documentary. Uh, I still need to watch it. I'm talking about that right now. Yeah, I hate Which sports, what? but I, don't, I think I might like it. People said even if you don't like sports, you might like the doc. Yeah, I fucking loved it, man. I watched the, I watched the finale last night. It was dope. It's great. Um, Jordan, you, you come off as poor. Like, at least the way Ryan talks about you, you come off as, like, really poor. You yeah, I never thought I was, but I think I am. <laughs> but haven't you been, aren't, aren't you, like, I feel like you're the only comic I know who, like, regularly has done, like, TV spots and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely the most, like, uh, successful open mic there is, as far as Hollywood. Yeah. Well, he lives in a 50-square-foot studio with roaches and no AC, so... Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, I have no AC. I know what that's like, dude. That's the but I'm poor because I'm, like, all in on the shit, you know? Yeah, when I get an apartment, I want to make well, sure. Like, half of the places in K-Town don't have AC, so I'm like, I need to get a place with AC. Yeah, it's, like, it's weird how that's so acceptable in Los Angeles, like, that, like, it's okay for an apartment complex to, like, not have even, like, an AC unit in the window. Central. Central just, like, yeah, you, you can figure this out. I'm a big fat guy, so I need AC. Need that AC, baby. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I'm a little poor. A little poor boy. Damn. 
you hide it well, dude. You come off. I mean, you're, you're good looking. You dress. You dress well every time I see you. You've got like a really like bright personality. You make me feel like I'm spoiled. By, by it's like you're clearly you're clearly enjoying life so much more than I am, and it seems like I'm more well off than you are. And it's like shit, dude. I really am just a brat. Like I'm just upset that I'm not like handsome, and that's what makes yeah. me angry all the time. I'm. I'm I'll take. Hey, I'll course. tell you. Tell you what. I'll take the looks over over uh, the riches. So. I'll take the looks. Yeah, you know, dude. I've been working out a lot lately, and I, and I saw myself in the mirror, and I thought the same thing. <laughs> Is that a boy? See, nice. Yeah. yeah, no, you, I, I think most people, if they're being rational, it's like you'd, if you could look good for the rest of your life or if you could be rich for just half of it, you'd, you'd rather be good looking. Like, you'd rather yeah. be poor and good looking. Yeah, I'll take it. It depends. It depends. You know, I, I mean, hopefully I'm, I'm, rich poor and, I'm poor and good looking, but I would rather just be rich. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, boys, I gotta wrap this up. I can keep the I can keep the call on with you guys going, but I gotta go eat my mom's fucking food. Okay, well, uh, good talking to you, dude. Jordan, well, are you pooping? Well, let can you guys stay in line for a couple more minutes? Yeah, I, I that's what I was saying. I can keep the call going, but I gotta go like in the other room. I'm fucking eating. Dinner's ready, baby. Dinner's ready, right? So, so I guess because right. you live in a trip. Okay, yeah. I'll talk to Erickson for a minute. All right, keep it going, man. Thanks for doing the podcast, bro. Right. <laughs> Thanks for having me, man. Keep doing what you're doing, dude. You're doing, a, you're doing whatever you're doing. You're doing the right thing. I can tell. All okay. right, homie. Erickson. Thanks for coming yeah, on. What's up, Ryan? Dude, he's, Jordan is like, like we try to record episode. He goes, "Mama's making dinner in the in the in the back. I'm gonna go eat dinner. I gotta go watch." Well, he, he just, it just seems to me like Jordan's the kind of guy who's going to do what Jordan wants to do, and I respect that. I respect anybody who's like, look, I'm going to live my life. You live your life. There's no, there's no animosity there. He's not like doing it as a way of like personally but, judging you, wanting, but, wanting to make yeah, you feel lesser. He just, I, he's got his own I, fucking I life. Like, I like Jordan. Uh, he's one of my good friends, but yeah, he, he he will do what he wants to do. Like he cannot record this podcast uh, after he. And there's all these little things that because um, I'm working during the day that he, that he has to do. Like, he has to watch Jeopardy. He has to drink uh, Budweiser all day. And, uh, you know, he has to do – he does what he wants to do, which is cool, I guess. Wait, he does drink? He drinks, yeah. Well, I, I don't drink. I'll have – actually, I have two years sober in a couple of days. Three days, I'll have two years sober. But uh, Jordan loves to drink. Oh, yeah? He's been drinking, he's been drinking a lot more than he's in rural Michigan. You don't have anything else to do. Okay. Are you a big drinker? I couldn't hear that what you just said. Are you a big drinker? No, no, dude. Uh, the only reason why I have um, as, as much, like, sec- like, not security, but comfort as I do in my life, the reason why I look the way I do and the way I have, like, the reason why I was able to, like, save enough money to, like, uh, start a small business is because I just don't do all those typical things that people do. So are you like a Joe Menente like type? Like that like a sheet totaler that's like crazy but just doesn't was never No, no, because because I do I do I do smoke pot here and there and I will drink with people once in a while. But I just have to feel like there's a there's either like an occasion to do so or there's a strong advantage. Like if you're somebody who I'm really trying to like, you know, connect like where I feel like it's like, okay, this is a social situation where like me not drinking is gonna really make me stand out and make me like not 
um, a part of the group, then, I, then I'll buy a drink. Um, maybe it's someone's birthday or something like that is just a reason for celebrating. I'll drink. If maybe it's like we just had a really fun time together and I want to keep going and it's like, let's celebrate, I'll drink. But I just don't drink every night like everyone does. Like, so many people I know personally and who I've been watching on Instagram have been like, obviously a lot of people are drinking. They spend all their days drinking wine and getting drunk right now. And for me, it's like that's just not appealing. Um, if anything, yeah, when I what do... I, uh, that's what I like to do, but I, I can't do that anymore because I'm not all... I like to just drink all day. Not, yeah, I don't, I don't understand that attitude. Uh, I know it's very it's common, not, it's but I don't do that. So that's a lot of money healthy. saved. Definitely not healthy at all. Uh, no, it's not. Yeah. It's not healthy. But my so, point yeah. is that I don't do that stuff, so I've saved a lot of money because I don't, like, I don't, like, I think, I, from what I can tell, people spend, like, hundreds of dollars a week on alcohol. Like, from, like, I, I, one of my closest friends, every time we go out to get dinner, um, it's, like, for me, it's, like, a $20 meal, which is already expensive as it is, and for him, it's, like, a 40 45 maybe $50 meal because he buys, like, six or seven drinks for, like, $10 yeah. a piece, like, he buys these drinks. Yeah. When, know, it, when, you, uh, when you compound that over a week, it's insane. Like, um, uh, like cigarettes that. is something that people smoke, people smoke a lot, and I don't do that. I don't do I don't do the stuff that like feels like it's just not going to you benefit know, uh, me long term, but it's going to cost me financially. You know Zach Stein? I do, and yet I'm forgetting who that is right now. I know uh, I've seen that like person. A, I know I know who. Guy who goes to improv. Well, I'm, I'm just saying. Um, like when he likes to drink a lot, and he'll go he'll go to like a mic and buy like eight drinks at like the store, and it's like so expensive though, like eight dollars a piece. But he likes to drink it. So, so yeah, it is expensive. Yeah, a lot of people do. A lot of yeah. people like to drink, and I don't. And I mean, I just and I'll be honest, I don't get it. But like, I'm not gonna judge you for it. I don't really care um, that you do it. Uh, if anything, I just get angry at myself for not being more successful because I'm not wasting that money. Um, but it is one of the reasons why I'm in a little more comfortable situation than most people, I think. Um, yeah. One reason why I'm in better shape than most people is because I just don't do a lot of things that people do that are, that are at the end of the day, really self-destructive. Okay. Okay, we're going to wrap this up in a minute, but uh, just, like, talk <laughs> okay. too much about Sorry, I didn't mean to I, I, I didn't realize that – I didn't realize saying that was going to reveal how it's too boring to have as a guest. Um, no, no, you're not too boring. Wanna... I, was, I was just saying that we – that we want to talk about movies because it's a movie podcast. What are the last uh, three movies you've seen uh, during the quarantine? Um, well, the last movie I saw before the quarantine, like shut down all the theaters, was actually Bloodshot. Uh, we, my friend, I, I've got like one friend I pretty much go to the movies with, or two friends I go to the movies with every so often. Um, and uh, me and one guy went to go see. He, we were going to go see The Invisible Man, which looks really good. I've heard it great things about it's it. Actual, but it's for actual. some reason, he was. Me and Jordan saw it for our podcast. It was good. Right. No, and he, no, he, he saw it again eventually. He saw it eventually after this. But that night, we decided to go see um, Vin Diesel's, uh, you know, uh, comeback uh, feature film, Bloodshot, because he was so sure that, like, he saw the commercial. He's like, dude, it's just going to be intense and awesome and like the action looks incredible and it was one of the worst films i've seen probably in the last like five years it was terrible um, well listen all, really all you had to say all you had to say to me is starring vin diesel and my ass is not coming so 
I yeah, I know. I, I, did, I want. I, I, he, he was angry at me for not being more forceful about like going to go see Invisible Man instead. But like, I was like, I don't know. I'm, I'm always, I'm always down to. For, I'm always about like a disappointment or an upset. You know what I mean? Like, I'm always about like not expecting, expecting the worst and being surprised. So maybe there's a possibility that there was something here that, that I didn't know about. But sure enough, it was as bad as you could ever expect it to be, um, and a complete bore. And that was the last time I saw. Before that, I went to the movies myself to go see My Hero Academia uh, because I'm a big fan of watching anime movies on the screen. And that was actually kind of disappointing, too. Um, honestly, I, the movie theater experience is just becoming so abysmal for me because most yeah, movies like, I walk away from, I feel like I got ripped off. I love going to the theater. And I only, like, when I go to a movie, I, I look at the Rotten Tomatoes score and I look at, like, if I really want to go see this movie. And um, so I, yeah, I don't look at that uh, stuff because I, always have I don't trust it. Movies. And um, did you see The Invisible Man yet? No, I'll watch it at some point. But it's like one of those movies. That, I don't like. I don't it. like. I said it all. I don't like. I don't watch a lot of entertainment either. I don't watch a lot of. Movies. I did. There's I came to uh, L.A. Eight. Elizabeth Moss. Is okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. You like twists and turns. Yeah, they're great. I love twists and turns. I love them. I love. I love it when they're earned and they're like, you know, it's you like that was a good twist and turn. Or when you're when you, you when, when you find out that the baddie what? Are you a horror fan? Huh? No, Are you? A I'm not a horror fan. Oh, okay. What? I'm not seeing anything. Huh? Oh, okay. No, I'm not a horror fan. I don't like horror. Oh, were you talking to someone else? You there? Yeah, I'm still here. I'm driving. Okay. Am I on the uh, Am I on the speakerphone in the car? Yeah. How do you know? Because I'm starting to hear I, my voice after I, I start talking. The, if I put you on the Bluetooth in the car, the Bluetooth uh, Kia Motors Bluetooth, uh, I think the audio recorder quality wouldn't be as good. So that's why I have you on speaker instead of that. Hmm. Hot little podcast secret for all you guys. So, what is your podcast? What do you usually talk about? Um, I used to talk about myself, uh, interview people about me. That got boring after about two years. So now I pretty much talk about whatever. If it's just me, I'll talk about whatever on my mind. Um, if I bring someone on, it's usually about me trying to get to know them better and figure out what makes them tick. Um, or they might be specializing in something that I want to like, like, in, like you know, talk about and see if we can learn more about it because I think people will benefit from it. Um, I had Edelman. Edelman was like my last guest actually on. I, I feel bad. I didn't really promote that episode, um, but he was the last guest I had on before the before the pandemic. And I really brought him on because I just wanted to get to know him better. Like I had, I, I, I had kind of like, what? Have you been getting people on? Uh, since the pandemic, have you been like doing the virtual yeah, I've, I've, I, 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 yeah, I, I'll call people up and I'll do kind of similar things they're doing now, where I'll just have a conversation with them about uh, whatever. Yeah, I'll use the pandemic what they're doing. Put it on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Edelman, Edelman, I've been hanging out with him uh, virtually a lot. He's in um, some hot water because people think that he called the cops on a mic, which he did not do. But uh, a lot of us are in a few, you guys. But, 
Have you, have you heard about this band? You guys with your with your open mic drama have just destroyed my my love for like the LA comedy scene. Like so, this this fucking like back and forth. Like he said, she said, they did this, they did that. Virtue signaling garbage is so unproductive and just uh, like bad for yeah, our souls that I really am getting. I wasn't doing it up. for any other reason because the Spando guy would have complete meltdown on Instagram Live, and that's why it's the only reason I was fucking with this guy. Dude, but that guy, that guy, seriously, going back to what we were talking about, like the Catch a Predator, and maybe I'm just way too empathetic towards people in the end of the day, but like that guy's just clearly like got anger management issues and is like a little bit unhinged. And he has a website. You, uh, he has a website. Everyone else I know. He has a website where he says that he teaches anger management. <laughs> That's on his personal. Yeah, website. I know. I know. Yeah. I know, doing, dude. I know. My girlfriend now. will not stop. Well, I don't want to, but it's all my girlfriend talks about because apparently there's like a, a subsection of the Los Angeles comedy community that's got nothing better to do than pick on a guy who's like like uh, in his 40s and trying to like you know maintain a family, having yeah, a, like, a, a, Mario, a personal Mario Conti, crisis. He's always fucking with Bando. I think he does. He goes overboard with his stuff. And it's like, well, it's, I, here's I the thing. Here's the thing. I, I don't mind. I don't mind. I don't mind bullying for humor's sake to be funny and playful. But there is when it just seems like all you're trying to do is make someone look stupid in relation to you. It's to me, it's not funny. It's just boring and it's mean spirited, and it's not helpful. Bando called me a virtue signaler, so I'm trying to. I don't know what that is. You just mentioned the word. What is a virtue signaler? Okay. Well, virtue signaling is just basically pointing out like you're trying to demonstrate your own righteous attitude of superiority by pointing out someone's lack thereof. Like by saying like, by pointing out like what this, it's like saying like, I, this person's doing something racist and I don't agree with it. It's like, you're saying by doing that, you're saying I'm not a racist because I recognize what this person is doing is racist. I think it's wrong. Like you're just, you're not trying to solve the problem. You're just trying to make sure that you are being recognized as somebody who's against it. Yeah. I'm not that concerned with all that. I don't know if I'm actually a virtue signaler. What are you concerned with? Um, I don't know. Just having the time. I want I want open mics to open back up, just like anybody else. And I want to start doing comedy. I want to go back that way soon. Uh, okay, but, well then, you know, well that's true. Then why don't you go to Bando's open mic? Other than the fact that you're in Florida, if you were back in LA, Florida, you even okay, 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 okay. Here's the deal. Though. Um, I wouldn't go to open mic if I was still in LA today. I wouldn't be going outside to open mics with, like, a bunch of dudes without masks. I, I just wouldn't do that. Personally, I don't think it's safe. That's, what I, that's not what I asked, dude. I asked, no, that's not what I asked. What I asked was, would if you were back in L.A. right now, because um, you're saying what you want right now is for open mics to open back up, would you go to Bando's open mic? No, absolutely not. Why not? I said that I want them to open back up in a timely manner. You know, I want them to open back up when it's safer, when they actually have a huge decline in COVID cases, and we, we know that we can go to a open mic with, without having a high risk of catching sickness uh, spreading it around. Wait, how will we know that? How, how will you know that? Uh, just like uh, statistics and shit. I mean, I wouldn't... Well, okay, statistics and shit. What statistics do you need to hear? Do you need to hear? Well, okay, here's the deal, though. I wouldn't go to Bando's open mic, even if I didn't believe COVID was a real thing, just because it's Bando's open mic. I don't hang out with those guys. 
It's uh, they have a okay. So now it's not now it's not now it's not that you now it's not that you don't want now it's not that you want open mics to open up again. You want the right open mics to open up again. Well, no, I want I want I want this whole fucking thing to be over with. But it looks like it's not going to be over with uh, relatively soon. You know. So when when is it uh, over? Though, is my question. How do you know it's done. over? I don't know, dude. Do you go to when you go to out of public? Do you wear a mask? Um, I wear a bandana, uh, but I only wear it if I have to. Are you only wearing that because it's required by uh, Los Angeles law? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I'm, I, uh, I'm more worried about COVID than you. I think, like catching it and spreading it around, and mostly catching it because I don't want to get it myself or give it to my parents, you know, or something like that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, okay, sure. I'm just, I'm just, I was just, I was just curious because, and I was, I was interested because you were talking earlier about like how people are angry at this person for opening up a mic and how you disagree with him, but how you, all you want to do is to get back on stage right now. And I was well, just no, trying to figure out that, if that's the case and why, why are you I shitting on this person? Why are you shitting? I'm not shitting on him. I, I, I said he's crazy. That's all I said. A lot of my friends that I talk to are going okay. to okay. Yeah. But I don't shit on my friends that are going to like I might give them like a little shit sometimes, but not, so my friends that are going to Mike's right now, I still talk to them, I don't give them a shit. I was just shitting on this guy because he's absolutely out of his mind and he was talking shit about a lot of people I know in a funny way. It's just crazy, you know. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So yeah, but I don't I don't uh I don't know. Uh this is a movie podcast, not a uh COVID debate podcast, and but I would like to. <laughs> hey, dude, I'm just I'm just trying to talk about whatever you bring up, man. You, you know. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, this is good. I got to go on your part. You're good. Uh, you're good at this too. The yelling on the on the on the internet thing. Wait, I'm going to be yelling at the inter- on the internet thing. Yeah. Thanks, you know, like calling like doing podcasts, recording stuff. Material. Oh, I that, that, that was that was an interesting way of giving me a compliment that I make good podcasts and say I'm very good at yelling on the internet. But I appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I like to say that I am as well. Uh, okay, at doing this podcast thing, I like doing it. Um, yeah, but uh, Glad so any movies? Just recommend us uh, a couple movies that you think we should watch. Um, well, if you haven't seen Back to the Future, that's a classic. I would definitely check that one out. Um, obviously, I mean, like, you have so much time now to do finally catch up on movies. Uh, I'm trying to think of my favorite movies I've seen in the last year or two. I mean, Lego Movie is great. Uh, I don't watch a lot of movies. I watch a lot of TV shows. I like TV shows a little more, I guess, than movies these days. I don't really find a lot of films to be that what, what shows do you uh, I love Back to the Future. I love uh, the shows I. All three of them are good. Hold and Catch Fire is one of my uh, one of the classics. I just caught up. I, I finally watched Ozark, which I think the second season is garbage, but the other two seasons are pretty interesting and fun to watch. Yeah, my parents just um, uh, the whole the whole Ozark in like two weeks. And just watch it every night. I just started Succession because I thought Succession. Okay. Did he leave? Oh, is he still here? Erickson? 
Hello. 